This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Friday, April the 29th, 2022. Hope everybody's having a great end of their week. Uh, I just want to let everybody know there was no episode yesterday because my beautiful bride, I had a birthday, so there's a few times that I decide, you know what, sometimes it's not time for wrestling, and that was definitely one. But we are back here on Friday to give you all the latest headlines of things that are trending in the world of pro wrestling, so let's go ahead and let's jump right into it right now. Cody Rhodes discusses the divide between WWE and AEW fans, and he does believe he is at fault for some of that. Cody Rhodes discussed the divide between WWE and AEW fans during this week's After the Bell podcast with Corey Graves. There are some fans that love only WWE and vice versa, and then there's a majority of fans who actually like both. While in AEW, Rhodes was booed towards the end of his run while he's one of the biggest babyfaces since he returned to WWE. Rhodes would go on to say, I feel like the fan base, that they divide themselves. Some of them just live in a bubble. Some of it's just too much negativity. 
Well, I can put some of the blame on my shoulders. The last years I had done before making my WWE return, I'm taking a little fun pot shots and talking smack, which is what wrestlers do. I think sometimes the fans attach themselves to those statements too closely, and they don't understand it's within the realm of entertainment. But, as I like to say, I can't necessarily get mad at them for that. Cody Rhodes has been a huge success since coming back to the WWE after leaving All Elite Wrestling after so many years, and he is thriving in the world of Vince McMahon. If you'd like to read more about this, Andrew Ravens is reporting at this hour at E-Wrestling News. All right, as we continue our stories, let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about WWE because WWE NXT, well, they got some stuff going on there too. The NXT Level Up preview for tonight. Second generation superstars are about to debut. Tonight on WWE NXT Level Up episode, it was taped earlier this week at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Now, if you'd like to know, obviously, the spoilers, you can go ahead and check that out. Now, NXT Level Up will feature WWE in-ring debut of Ariana Grace, which is Bianca Carelli, who is the daughter of WWE superstar Santoni, San, Santonio Morella. She'll be going up against Amari Miller, who debuted with the company back in mid-2021. She'll be also working her first match at Level Up. As noted, Grace revealed that her new in-ring name was revealed earlier this week. She was announced for the inaugural NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, which is scheduled to be happening. Now, WWE has announced the following matches for tonight's Level Up. Damon Kemp versus Dante Chen in the opener. Ariana Grace debuts against Omari Miller. Andre Chase versus Quincy Elliott in the main event. Now stay tuned for more NXT Level Up information as you follow Wrestling Inc. as they will give you all of the details. And it will be tonight airing at 10 p.m. via Peacock and the WWE Network. Mark Middleton is writing about all of this at this hour. All right, Mark Middleton is also revealing more WWE name changes being revealed. Another WWE talent has had their name shortened again. Now, Robert Stone is now being billed simply as Mr. Stone in a change that has been made just weeks ago. Stone has tweeted out his new name this week, and it is seen. Mr. Stone's real name, which is Robert Strauss, is being used as Robert Stone since being in WWE since 2019. Now, the latest name change comes after several names have been changed in WWE. Specifically, Tommaso Ciampa is now just called Ciampa. WWE U.S. Champion Austin Theory is now just Theory. Raul Mendoza to Cruz del Toro to Pete Dunne now being Butch. Walter being Gunther. Marcel Barthol is now Ludwig Kaiser. Casey Catanzaro is now Katana Chance. And Kaylee Ray to Alba Fry. And Raquel Gonzalez is now Raquel Rodriguez. Stay tuned for more information on any other impending name changes as they continue to happen in the world of WWE. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk a little about more women in wrestling, but this one specifically focuses around AEW star Jade Cargill. Danny Wilsonholm is running at this hour. AEW owner and president Tony Khan joins Sirius's Busted Open for his Tony Time segment ahead of tonight's Rampage show. Tony discussed that current TBS champion Jade Cargill and her rise in the promotion. He believes that the champion has made great strides since joining AEW. In a quote, Khan would say, She's a great athlete and a real hardworking mindset, Tony said. It's what we expected. I think she got a very 
important, prominent push early on. She has all the tools. We really believe she will continue to improve. It's like when you have a high draft pick. I think you expect someone to come in, but yet still always improve. It's a relevant comparison to athletes in the world of college and then as they storm into the world of pro wrestling. If you'd like to hear more about what Tony Khan had to say about Jade Cargill and her continued growth in AEW, please go over and check over the comments made. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more. Something interesting. Slammiversary is happening. Now, as WWE and AEW and other wrestling promotions continue to have their big pay-per-views, Slammiversary has been a staple in Impact Wrestling slash TNA for many years. Impact Wrestling will now be celebrating their 20th anniversary at Slammiversary as it returns home to the Nashville Fairgrounds on Sunday, June the 19th. Now, tickets for Slammiversary pay-per-view went on sale this morning at 10 a.m. at eventbrite.com. The $100 first row seats, they're already sold out. The remaining $25 general admission, which consists of the bleachers and the floor seats in the corner sections, $60 for what they call the gold circle, which is the floor seats behind the front row, and $250 for titanium, which includes reserved front row seats for the pay-per-view and the impact tapings the subsequent Monday night. The titanium seats will also come with fan perks, but those perks will be revealed later. While Impact is returning to the Nashville Fairgrounds for Slammiversary, it will not be in the same venue as it once hosted the TNA Asylum. That building was torn down in March of 2020. The pay-per-view will be held in another building, but still on the fairgrounds property. Slammiversary marks a 20-year anniversary since the promotion first launched. NWA TNA, which became TNA and subsequently Impact Wrestling, held their first weekly pay-per-view on June the 19th. 2002 from the Vaughn Braun Center in Huntsville, Alabama. The show headlined by Impact Hall of Famer Ken Shamrock, capturing the vacant NWA World Championship. NWTNA moved to the Nashville Municipal Auditorium on their fourth and fifth weekly pay-per-view shows, but then moved to the TNA Asylum, which was once again located on the Nashville Fairgrounds. The company ran weekly pay-per-views until September of 2004. Now, Impact has run Nashville in recent years, including various venues after uh, the tour was returning in 2019 to the Skyway Studios from April of 2020 to June of 2021. Impact was forced to set up their home base at Skyway Studios in Nashville due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The most shows are being held closed doors with no fans. If you're excited about TNA Slammiversary, Impact Slammiversary, NWA TNA Slam Impact Anniversary, all the things that it's going by because it's the big 20th anniversary. Go ahead and check out Mark Middleton, who is writing in at this hour over on Wrestling Inc. All right, more things that are happening right now in the world of pro wrestling. Matthew Wilkinson is writing in about what Jake Roberts had to say, not only about where wrestling is, but his impact in the writing room. AE. W. Roberts was recently a guest on Talk is Jericho podcast when he reflected on being involved in the writing team for WWE. Now, this took place back in the 90s, and he admitted there was a problem and there were issues between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Now, during that time period, it was well documented that the two did not get along at all. Now, WWE Hall of Famer revealed that he actually told Vince McMahon, hey, just fire them both. That was because WWE chairman had spent many hours on the phone with both men just trying to simply get them to agree to work with each other. In a quote, Robert said, I used to have a sit down with Vince and we were trying to write television 
and when it came to Sean and Brett, they were throwing their hissy fits at one another. We would be trying to write television, and Vince would then have to get up and leave and get on the phone, and he would be with them for two to three hours, trying to get them just to communicate about doing a match. I said, Vince, what are you doing? Fire them. Tell them to hit the road. Roberts would go on to say, there's no reason whatsoever that these two men should be complaining whatsoever. Vince, you are the boss. You need to determine what happens and they go along with it. When he brought me back in 96, Jake also made a comment that Vince said, I want you to take a look around. Tell me where you think the problem in the company is. I told him, it's real simple, Vince. The inmates are running the asylum. It is the click. The click nearly killed the business, he said. Everybody says how great they are. Well, let me tell you something. They drove it into the ground. If you'd like to hear more about what Jake Roberts had to say, not only about the click, but working on the WWE writing team back in the 90s, go ahead and check out Wrestling Inc. with Matthew Wilkinson, who is reporting in at this hour. Guys, if you're enjoying this daily podcast called Headlines, I would love for you to go ahead and Go ahead and share this link with people and let them know if you like wrestling. I would love to go ahead and share this with you. Once again, it's our daily podcast that shares all the news happening in the world of wrestling. All right, Mark O'Brien is actually writing in at this hour from Wrestling Inc. Wardlow lists his dream AEW opponents. Who are they? Well, let's find out. Since debuting alongside MJF in November of 2019, Wardlow has made quite an impact in the world of pro wrestling. The Ohio-born powerhouse has amassed quite a few wins with an impressive 13-4 singles record at the time. Now, including this impressive record is also a list of people like Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page, notable wins over Jake Hager and Jungle Boy. Speaking with Buster's World about his match against Lance Archer that recently happened on AEW Dynamite, Wardlow discussed who else he would like to face in the future. He would go on to say, and I quote, For today, Kenny Omega tops that list. I feel like there's a lot of other people who are as amazing as well, but I definitely want to go against Kenny. I want to challenge myself with guys like Kenny, and I also think Pac and Andrade as well. There are several other people that he lists. Uh, if you are interested in reading everything that the Cleveland native has to say about his dream opponents in AEW, go ahead and check out Mark O'Brien's article that is trending at this hour on Wrestling Inc. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more of what's happening in the world of pro wrestling. Let's jump on over to Impact Wrestling. Chelsea Green is getting in trouble by Twitter over her bikini photo. Yep, Wrestling King is reporting at this hour. Chelsea Green had her Twitter account suspended on two separate occasions this week, according to Impact Wrestling star. Twitter locked her handle out twice for citing a profile on her banner of her in a bikini. Now on Thursday, Green called out Twitter for not addressing verbal harassment on the social media platform, instead focusing on her bikini photo. As seen, you can see that Green shared the profile banner that got her suspended in the first place. She has since changed the photo and temporarily suspension has been lifted. Green and her husband, Matt Cardona, were recently in a feud with Jordan Grace and W. Morrissey in Impact Wrestling. Chelsea was last seen in action in Impact Wrestling's Multiverse of Matches special event where she and Cardona lost to Mickey James and Nick Aldis in a tag team match. Green suffered a wrist injury at last month's Sacrifice pay-per-view, but didn't require surgery and she continued to wrestle with a cast. If you'd like to find out more information about Chelsea Green and her suspension from Twitter and her subsequent reinstatement because of her bikini photos, check out the article right now over on Wrestling Inc. All right, 
Let's go ahead and let's move on to another exciting article that is headlining right now. Brock Lesnar is being seen for the first time since his WrestleMania match. Wrestling Inc. is reporting in today that Brock Lesnar has been spotted for the first time since his WrestleMania loss to the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns. The Perkin Brothers, a.k.a. the Bearded Butchers, revealed Thursday that Lesnar reached out to them and shared a photo of his latest butchering experience. Now, the Beast Incarnate also appeared on their YouTube show on several different occasions. Now, last month, Lesnar officially became a bearded butcher with the launch of his new Brock Lesnar Blend Seasoning, which is meant to be excellent for red meat, but just as good on wild game, chicken, pork, and fish. As noted back in July of 21, Lesnar took a trip to Worcester, Ohio, while away from WWE to spend time with the two brothers who run the Bearded Butchers brand, Scott and Seth Perkins. Lesnar struck up a friendship with them, they exchanged gifts, and they both learned a lot about how to butcher animals. Lesnar is currently advertised for SummerSlam, which is on July 30th, but he's no longer being advertised for the Money in the Bank on July the 2nd. Now, obviously, those plans could change, but stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. as you will find out more information on that. And continue following Wrestling Inc. on Twitter as well. All right, let's continue. More interesting news happening right now as far as PCO and Jonah. The man who is not human is going to be in a big match. It's going to be a monster's ball. Now, there's three matches that have been confirmed for Thursday's Under Siege Go Home edition of Impact Wrestling. PCO will face Jonah in a monster's ball match. Ace Austin will defend the X Division title against Rocky Romero. And W. Morrissey will face Brian Myers in a tables match. Now, as noted, several matches were revealed for the Under Siege, including World Champion Josh Alexander versus Ishii, the Bullet Club versus Honor No More, and the Impact Knockout Champion Tasha Steele versus Havoc. If you'd like to find out more about all of this, go ahead and continue checking out Impact Wrestling, which airs on Access TV. But here is the lineup again for the May 5th show. Monsters Ball, PCO versus Jonah, X Division Championship, Ace Austin versus Rocky Romero, a tables match, W. Morrissey versus Brian Myers, and so much more. Once again, follow Impact Wrestling on Twitter and on all of their social media platforms. All right, moving on. So much things are happening in the world of wrestling. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to WWE and find out a little bit more about what's going on with this year's SummerSlam. Wrestling Inc. is writing right now. Tickets for the July 30th SummerSlam Premium Live event went on sale on Friday, April 22nd via Ticketmaster. Now, as the new promotional material has been coming out, WWE has made a drastic change to the SummerSlam logo. Now, fans have shared several photos of the logo, as you can see on social media. It's possible that WWE has changed the logo for this year's event, which will be held in the Music City of Nashville, Tennessee. This could be why that the logo now features the likens of the musical alphabet. For what it's worth, the previous poster released earlier this month also had a different logo from the traditional logo that you normally see. WWE previously changed this logo for SummerSlam in 2015, but went back to the star logo. Similarly, it may be a one-time thing just because they're in Nashville. Now, the poster does reveal WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, WWE Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, SmackDown's Champion Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. For more information on the Big SummerSlam event, definitely go ahead and check out WWE on all their social media platforms as the event gets closer. All right, let's check out a little MLW action. Wrestling Inc. is reporting at this hour, MLW Intimidation Games 
2022. That's going to do it for all the headlines that are trending today, Friday, April the 29th, 2022. If you're enjoying this podcast, please let someone know who may be a wrestling fan. We are here each and every day to give you the one-stop shop for all your wrestling news. That's going to do it. We'll catch you next time on Headlines. The world of NLW Radio never stops.